for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Blabjack. Blabjack. We should start harmonizing. We'll start harmonizing in order. I tried. <laughs> no. I tried, but it didn't work out. I can't there... sing. I have a lot of melody ideas, though. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but uh, comes to mind. Uh, when it comes to actually singing, I can't. Uh, people don't know. Alice sings, though. Oh, yeah. That's how I Sing. started. Alice, give him a little something. Ah, just real quick. you know, I'm retired. Come on. I'm retired now. You it know, could be I'm a retired. song you didn't write. Could, you know. Oh, God. If they want to hire me to uh, come write a song for them, they could uh, hit me up. Atlas the plug. Mundo. Mundo. Writing. Writing. Beats. Anyway, what's up, guys? Welcome to Blab Chat, um, episode forty-three. Wow. Shit, man, it's forty-three it's already. Yeah, fast, crazy. He's a flying by. I can't forty-three, man. The age that uh, if you didn't close <laughs> that mortgage yet, <laughs> man. You have no you're kids in yet. Trouble, yeah. trouble. Got to yeah. get that. Uh, Got to get those assets going. Yep. Um, I'm only kidding. But uh, welcome to Blab Chat, uh, all all producer podcast. Yeah, we're calling it a podcast mm-hmm. at this point. Um, I just want to start the show by just giving a uh, a, a big, big, big um, rest in peace. So sad. Uh, mm. To the lead lead singer uh, of Lincoln Park, Chester Bennington. Crazy. Um, crazy. Really, really crazy, man. Uh, condolences to him and his family. Uh, Lincoln Park by far was just a huge influence. Oh for, my god! For, I mean, for all genres. Forget it. Honestly, like to me, they they sort of like pioneered, you know hip-hop and rock yeah. but also like just being like pop like they pop rock was sort of like the 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 thing in the 90s but mm-hmm. they really just like put that edge in there so um they they i mean i grew up listening on those guys you know after like run dmc did a walk this way and it was yeah. like that first rock pop thing and then these guys came they were like the next generation to come do it and I mean, they were they were it. They were the ones, you they know. Were the ones. that pioneered that. I mean, I yeah. used, I got all had all their CDs and yeah. Man, this is this is a tough Sad. one. I literally I just one. found out when he came into the studio and I looked on my Instagram and everyone was telling me and I was just like, yeah, just heartbroken, so sad. And yeah. you know the the mental health thing is is you know my grandfather is actually schizo. He's a schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. He has schizophrenia, and um, you know he used to. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that that Chester was. I'm just saying, but I know that they had some mental health issues. Right. But that's that's nothing to play with, man. That's just some like serious, serious shit. And mental like, health is very serious. When people, when people like, if I'm on a subway or and I see someone who obviously has some type of mental disability, and I see people like making fun of them or like, oh, it just irritates. I just mm. want to get up and kill somebody. Like, yeah. It's just. Yeah. Damn. It's sad, man. Sad. It's sad. Well, condolences to Chester and the entire mm. family, the mm. whole the whole team, Lincoln Park. Um, there's no easy thing to say, so it's mm-hmm. just uh, really just you know rest in power, and uh, mm-hmm. you know obviously his 
legacy will live on mm -hmm. forever bigger than just t-shirts yeah. Oh, yeah you know and like um just Meteora, the music yeah you know theory. yeah Oof. you know all, all, all yeah. that stuff even his jay-z the jay-z oh yeah when, come on yeah. Man. that's why i thought when you Legendary. brought that up i was like that's what i was already mm -hmm. thinking about like dang yeah. they were since run dmc and like aerosmith yeah. they were the next people to actually yeah. force you know two genres to like collide and like it actually worked like mm -hmm. really also well, too so. uh correct me if i'm wrong i don't know if you guys know this but i think lincoln park was the first sort of like rock hip-hop rap band to have a video showcasing the mpc remember oh you wow right there was yeah. a video mike where mike's on it M mike was on the mpc wow. on the pads and it was like some, you know, it was Linkin Park. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm pretty sure I was Linkin Park, but um, yeah, man. Yeah, because they I mean, produced all their own stuff. They produced their own their shit. Own records. You know, I'm sure Chester was in there banging on the pads too. So because mm -hmm. he was like, just seemed like just such a creative dude. So um, yeah, man, legacy will live on. Crazy. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, crazy week though. A lot going on. Um, OJ's out. OJ's free. <laughs> OJ's free. Shout That's out to OJ. Crazy. I don't want to even talk about that, but yeah. shout out to OJ. Um, a lot of really interesting things in, I think, music and just music production in general. Um, we've been getting a lot of good feedback on B-Thread. Yeah. I think that's really great. So mm -hmm. since our last episode, obviously, uh, you know, we introduced the platform to you guys, uh, brought the co-founders in and talked about it. And really, I think the, the energy of B-Thread along with the, the producer becoming more and more a conversation, mm -hmm. not only in the industry, but in the public eye, I think it, we're creating this sort of like energy around music production, you know, with Sunny Digital mm -hmm. going on his Instagram and talking about a producer union. Um, you have a lot of inside, you know, like A&Rs and like industry guys who are sort of like opening their eyes up to the producer community. So yep. it's, it's kind of like hopefully we're starting to get it cracking. I think we are because... I was watching TMZ the other because I love watching TMZ and I'm watching TMZ. It's it's entertaining. As what well. do they talk about? The Swiss, this uh, the Timbo, Timbo versus Swiss and Swiss battle, yeah. and they actually interviewed Timbo about this produ producer battle. Yeah, they were fucking up and calling it a DJ, a oh, DJ okay. battle. These but fuckers, but they really said that. <laughs> but anyway, but it's it's so great to see that you know that people are starting and we talk about it all the time how we feel producers don't get to do right and yeah. i think now you know they're starting to be more in the forefront which is awesome yeah man swizz versus tim uh yeah, is that let really us know happening? what you guys got let is us that know really happening i think it's really gonna happen well here's a here's the deal so when 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 just blaze and, and swizz battled it, you know it, it was a secret location aka yeah. swizz's uh, studio uh -huh. um so I, I went and it was like you know ebro was there um you know instagram and the whole thing and it was a really really amazing vibe right yeah. here's the thing though i think the nature of that battle was a little different because it was more of like a discography battle mm -hmm. and they weren't playing unreleased joints or like making right. beats on the spot so i think it was a different kind of battle yeah. i think the intention was for them to have like different rounds where it's like round number one would be discography round number two would be make a beat on the spot yeah. round number three would be like unreleased shit yeah but they just played their fucking Everything. whole discography listen highly entertaining yes um but i do think that once you throw in the element of unreleased beats or like making beats on the spot 
I think that changes the entire dynamic of the yeah. battle. So in that context, if we do get a Tim versus Swizz battle that involves unreleased material, who do you guys have taking the crown on that? Uh, I I'm a huge I'm a huge Tim fan. Yeah. So I'm I'm Tim all day. Tim. I love Swizz. Swizz. I love Swizz. Swizz, you're you're a living legend, but I gotta go with my man Timbo. I mean, Timbaland just, is like yeah. my producing, yeah. like yeah. one of my producing forefathers. Yeah. So it's like, of course, I'm gonna ride with Tim. But it's not an easy like. No, it's, it's not, not like an easy choice. Like Swiss got tons, tons of heat, but like Tim has the knock. So it's just like that. Swiss got the knock too, though. No, oh, Swiss yeah. got the knock yeah, too, yeah, but yeah, Timbaland yeah. has the knock that yeah, like that you my with. initial like go to. If I go yeah. to first, yeah, I probably go to. I feel so, like that's an easy choice. Yeah. Or people are going to quick to say Timbo, but because of that, I think Swiss might I be I see like, a lot of people saying Swiss, which is Well, I, I put I put a post up on my Instagram, and, and 80% said Tim. Um, I'm kind of on the fence. Yeah. Uh, only because I know what Swiss is capable of. Mm -hmm. he, he makes bangers, bangers, yeah. bangers. I think Tim has more of like a... A diverse sound and a diverse discography mm -hmm. but I don't I think it's a question of like which which type of track will translate better as a battle yeah, you know what I'm saying two, like completely different yeah they're completely different but like if you would put in like not to say I wouldn't watch like a Timbo or a Swiss but I will also watch like I'm curious about an Alchemist versus Swiss too. That would be interesting. Just because it's like to me, they not they're not the same in any level, but yeah. like how they both have their like their sounds are so yeah. theirs. Yeah. Whereas like mm -hmm. Tim does have like a really wide sound, so it's like yeah, it's easy to just like choose him. Right. Where like between those two, I don't know who I would like choose. Yeah. Like I want some. I want. I want something debatable. I don't want to like be able to say oh so and so is gonna I, trash. I, I think. A, I think a debatable, and this is obviously n not taking away from Swizz at all. But I, I think a debatable battle would be Tim versus Neptune. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, oh Tim my God. Pharrell. And yeah. then everybody's waiting. You know, everyone's waiting for that. Yeah. Like absolutely. Tim and Pharrell. Like oh, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, Pharrell's waiting for the Tim and Swizz shit to happen, and then he's gonna, oh, you know what I'm saying, step God. in. But let us know, guys, um, in our comment section, uh, who you guys think would take the crown, Tim so or Swizz, and crazy. tell us why. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to know why. Not just who, why, because. It could be obvious, you know, if you just... Yeah, and don't, be good. don't pick, like, try not to pick your favorite one. Mm -hmm. Try to pick, like, who you really Give think. Give us your pageant answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. So yeah. well, we hope we hope it happens, man, uh, for the culture. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm adamant to, like, kind of try to, like, I, you know, I, I want to hit them up and be like, yo, guys, like... Mm. Please like really do it, right? Yeah. Like really, yeah. really do it. But uh, we'll and see what happens. It's gonna be, you know, what I didn't expect when I watched the first one with Swizz uh, and uh, Just Blaze, right? So in the first round, they were doing like DJ and they were like scratching, yeah, yeah. like yeah. on records. I don't know. I think they were on records or, or yeah. a tractor or something, but. They were scratching and, uh, and Just Blaze went. And I was like, oh shit, okay, Just, I know. Just. But I didn't know Swizz can scratch like that too. And then Swizz got on there and was scratching like DJ, you know, doing his thing. And that was like super entertaining and I really liked that part of it. And then they were playing the, the beats back and forth and that was like, okay, this is pretty tough. But then I feel, I feel like Swizz was just a little bit more aggressive. Like in a little yeah. bit more like, he just took it 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he was super confident. He just went in there and he just he had you know Buster came out and then he dropped that one record that was unreleased with, with I forget who was yeah. on. Everyone went crazy. Um, but I feel like Timbo is is as far as like swag uh-huh. and like fucking just confidence. Not that Just Blaze doesn't have confidence. I just mean as far as like stage presence, like performing. Right. And Swizz is amazing at that. But I mean just the way like uh, uh, Swizz has that swagger. I feel like Timbo has the same. So that's why I'm even more interested in this battle. Yeah. Because it's really going to be like two titans just like. Yeah, true. And listen, a lot of people saying uh, Just Blaze got washed. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He fucking washed. He didn't. I think at the end. He, he lost did. some steam. At the end. At the end. Yeah. And, you know. He didn't really Swiss, dig into Swiss it. He was, didn't like play um, Swizz was home court advantage. Yeah. And also, I think I think Just, honestly, Just went in there like he, he, he shot off on those like big guns too early yeah i think he could have should have kept like he should have kept psa for the end oh my god you know what i'm saying like or or, or something around those those lines so mm-hmm. you know but shot a shot to just obviously he's one of the best it just oh, yeah. it just levels you know what i mean to the battle shit yeah um so hopefully we see that happen so um yeah we have a, a bunch of like things that people inquire about a bunch of shit that they want us to talk about mm-hmm. and there's this one like there's one question that uh, i'm always asked um, I think this is pretty valid because we we kind of talk about this, but not really. And I think it's this is very important to get perspective on this. So it said, uh, "Is it okay to borrow techniques from major producers?" Duh. Yes sure. or no? I would say yes. sure. Yeah. Fuck yes. You're inspired. Like you borrow from what inspires absolutely. you. Yes. If it inspires you, yeah. absolutely. No, no idea is um, original unfortunately yeah and you have to it's 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 different though like you can't just like blatantly take someone's shit right but what you can do is take elements of things that do inspire you and then incorporate that into your own situation listen and every i don't care who you are and if you say no you're lying every producer every singer every rapper every artist out there when they first came up looked up and was inspired by someone and tried to be just like them try to write mm-hmm. lyrics like them mm-hmm. try to make beats take their you know maybe maybe chop their their sample or whatever they did but they were inspired and try to be like those people and i just feel like that's the ever evolving thing in music go, it's always yeah. like that you know it's like the young generations inspired you know and then it just kind of cycles going, around going. and cycles around Michael i say jackson sure i say go for it the yeah same thing yeah. with mike like michael jackson i remember i saw this thing it was probably like the bet awards or something it was a long time was ago the james it was brown when they one? did that like that dance off yeah. that they like finally had and like you know michael like swears by saying like i wanted to be like james brown like james brown was like yep. the, like that's who i wanted mm-hmm. like that's what i wanted to be and like james brown was like you see and he looked at the camera and i felt like he was saying it to me he was like you see you know mike took my steps but then he made his own steps mm-hmm. it's the same thing so you can't yeah. ever feel like oh that's mine or oh that's not original everything stems from something so it's just a matter of like how you freak it and how, how authentic you make it coming from you but even just yes. like artists yep. that come to mind chris brown neo mm-hmm. and the weekend michael ja- they're all MJ. inspired by michael jackson mj yeah and there's nothing wrong with it. And it's okay. That's yeah. what I'm exactly. There's nothing wrong with it. I heard, I, when I hear The weekend, yo, I yeah. can hear The weekend, and if somebody, if I didn't know who The weekend was, and someone said, yeah, this is Michael singing, no bullshit, I would believe it. Or if it was On Michael's, some songs. This is yeah. Michael's song. Like, this is Michael's like, uh, like uh, I, uh, I Feel It Coming, that record. Yeah. 
If someone said, yo, that's an unreleased Michael track, they just updated the, you know, made it more modern, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Shit, I love that, that fucking song. I do that like that song dope. a lot. That song's amazing. I like Starboy when it came out, too. Starboy's like, dope. Kinda I love like, it. I had to, like... I fuck with The Weeknd. I, I, I grew to like The Weeknd. And not to say that I never liked him before, but I feel like that Coachella, like, era of, like, when stuff was, like, still cool to be on Tumblr, like, I just didn't, like... It just missed me. So until, like, until recently, I was like... Right. Yeah. Him and, like, on side note, I really love Travis Scott. Oh, so, no, Travis <laughs> is amazing. Yeah, really so speaking Travis of Travis Scott, Scott so let's talk, let's talk about trap music, right? Obviously, yeah. trap trap music is uh, the dominant Winning. texture. I'll call yeah. it a texture. That's a good, that's good. I like texture. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, trap is the dominant texture in all popular music. I would even go as far as to say like pop music too. Oh, yeah. Right? Crossover. Mm-hmm. So when we think about trap music, we think about the 808, the TR 808 drum machine, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, purists would say they go back and say okay well like some of the first guys to use the tr-808 was like africa bombada right right which is like before our way before our time and then it kind of like it it kind of maintained a little bit but then you kind of had this um this this kind of like moment in hip-hop i think it was the 90s when it was like fucking hot boys and mandy fresh yeah 98 degrees and all that right and so you had like 90s R&B and then you had like Bad Boy was dominating. Jay was just coming rap. in the scene. Yeah, you had gangster rap with yeah. Dre. Yeah. None of none of these guys were using the TR808 machine necessarily. Um Jermaine you had Jermaine Dupree. He wasn't really using it. Maybe some of the hi-hats. Diddy was kind of using like shakers and like bright drums but like no like 808 bass, right? So Yeah, so like who and when did the 808 bass surface. surface and actually become start to become mainstream? Uh, from what I remember, I feel like it was Manny Fresh I was just, yeah, I mean, and the Hot Boys mm-hmm. and that movement. We you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it wasn't that and then Gucci coming in like a couple years later, you probably wouldn't even have trap music, to be honest. I mean, like, if you giving it to... Yeah, honestly, think about I it. I mean, like you had, we had, you had Southern groups, but they weren't trappy. Unless, okay, what we want to say, what A Ball, MJG, or Ghetto Boys, or like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, thugs, but yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it that wasn't same. No one was like on. on no nothing. one was banging no, like yeah, that. Nobody was banging. I would say you're probably right. So is it fair to say that Manny Fresh might be like the Godfather? No, no. Who, who? Because I would say Gucci's the Godfather trap. Three, oh, oh, three six oh, mafia. Yeah, yeah of course. And that's what I meant yeah. to say when I said yeah, eight ball the and South Shit, eight ball, three six mafia. Yeah, Lil John, but Lil John didn't come before uh, Manny Fresh. Lil John was two thousands. Manny Fresh was rocking in the late nineties. Yeah. Oh yeah. 96, 97, 98, man, he was using the TR. Yeah, Lil John didn't have like you know his saying? run until like 2003, and then, 2004. Yeah, and then Lil like, John came in. Yeah. But Lil John took that baton and he was he like. He should have kept going. I think Lil John Loki is like uh, uh, another godfather of that. Like him, Usher, and Luda need to like get back to that. Come on, make it happen. <laughs> it could. It make really it happen. could happen. Uh, they only did two to joints yeah. together. Yeah. 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 Bring yeah. that Lovers shit back. And friends. Like yeah. they had they, those joints. I was like, they, there's something crazy. there. There's something to this. They yeah. need to do it, but they didn't. Uh, it's so oh, interesting. Oh. It's so interesting because when you think about like. Trap, but even outside of trap music, but when you think of trap music, you have to associate 
those types of beats with the most popular artists in those eras. Yeah. So like what we say, Manny Fresh, Hot Boys, like that was Juvenile, all juvenile, those guys. Yep. That was late 90s, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But then like well, what else was happening in hip hop in the late 90s that was at like, the top of the billboard? Like it was, it was, it was uh, Bad Boy. Bad Boy. Right, it was Ja Rule. Pac. Pac, and it was like Dre, mm-hmm. all those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm probably missing some. But like that was like the, the, the trending shit, mm-hmm. right? And then when you look at the 2000s when 50 Cent came, right? He, he, him and Eminem, I would say together, and Dre obviously kind of like dominated the soundscape of hip hop and really made it a thing. And those beats were straight up like 90 something BPM gangster type yeah. beats. Like, you know, um, a PIMP, shout the, um, uh, Denon Porter mm. for killing that that joint. Right. I think he did PIP. Yeah. Um, when you think about those beats, they had a different groove. They weren't yeah. trap. They no. were they were street. You know, they and that sound movement. dominated. Yeah. From like 2002 to like 2007, six. Even like Pharrell and Neptune. Like the oh, the Neptunes. Like the oh, Neptunes. Like ninety something. No, they were a whole nother. <laughs> with, uh, yeah. Whole nother situation. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, because here's the, the thing. Like it's hot Yo, shit. I just you just <sighs> fucked my head up. Yeah, I just thought of a theory. Crazy. So like you had you had the gangster beats with with with, with Fifty and them and Shaw Money, mm-hmm. um, and then you had. Um, you know some trap stuff but not really like mainstream right and then you had um and then you had what did you say neptune neptunes who just sounded like the neptunes Mm -hmm. and back then here's the fucked up part back then this goes back to what we were just saying back then producers weren't down with like copying with each other copying oh no like if you were a producer if if you were living if you were a producer in the time when the neptunes were at their peak and you went into like an A&R office or like you had a session with an artist and you played some shit that sounded like Neptunes with that Neptune snare. They, they would look at you like, yo, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I, yeah. I'm not going to say, <laughs> you know the, I'm, I'm not going to say the person's name, but they were just, I was we were talking to someone who was um, they're working with, I'll say out, Al, there was Alchemist. They're working with Alchemist and they were like interning or something for him. Right. And when Alchemist was working on a beat, when Alchemist was working on a beat, when the interns walked in, he turned everything off. Oh, yeah, turned yeah. Turned everything off. No, it was Cool and Dre. They, no, right? it wasn't they Cool and no? Dre. Was no, it? no. Oh, it was the interns. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not the interns, the group, meaning oh, the Alchemist I see. I see, I see, have, I see. They have a you know, team of interns and people working oh, for Oh, okay, I see, I see. So when he was cooking up, if the interns or people came into the studio, yeah, he, he would turn off. everything off. I respect it. I respect it, but you know, I mean, that proves the point that back, back then, then, that's what I mean. Back then, right? You you weren't supposed to sound like Neptune's. You weren't supposed to yeah. sound like Timberland. And if you did, you know, you were kind of like you were frowned upon. You were a poser, right? So at what point? At what point in music did it become okay to kind of blur the lines and crossbreed mm. and say, you know what, like it doesn't necessarily matter really anymore. It's just if it's good or not the internet yeah well because if you think about it all the sounds that are floating around now the ways to like oh, take us another sound a way to just clip some shit i'm partially at fault yeah Listen, and I was me just too about to say and that. i was like i do it too and like i think like i think it's just smarter i think people are just using the sounds smarter if you know that this kick is like 
Like you don't know that R. Kelly has key sounds until like you l- listen to a kit. You be right. like, no, if I throw that in there, it's probably gonna give that vibe. I don't want to do that. But right. like even like I'll say on Ryan Leslie's first album, he had some Neptune kicks and yeah. some uh, Pharrell snares in there that I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, if he could do it, then shit. Where can I, can he send me this pack then? Because like True. that's how I felt. But it was like that same that same vibe. Like, yeah. oh, he did that. Like as a producer, I thought about like, oh, he. He used his kick. And right. his, is that okay? Like, is right. that is that cool? Right. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> when know? when. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not to cut you go off, ahead, but I think I agree with Glam when the internet came in, and then you know, and you're ill. You're one of the pioneers of this. You know, selling digital drum kits, like mm-hmm. where you yep. know where you're giving your. And you know, I'll never forget. Ill would say this when someone asked him, like, Ill, like, yo, do you like? Don't you think it's weird that you're giving out your sounds, like you're giving your secret away to other producers? And then Ill said. Nobody could ever sound like me. Yeah, that's the main. Like, part. I can give you every sound I use. You're not this gonna drum, use it like this me. synth, this, and yeah. you're gonna make something completely, completely different. different than what yeah, I and mean. that's the beauty of it, though. Right. You know, anyway. it's that like I encourage people to to take the tools and then sound what they mm-hmm. sound like. You know, and that's when you really see who's authentic or not, and who's like really doing it. Because I have a cousin, he um he was scared to ask me for sounds because he's like a, he's like DJing, he's making his own tracks now. Right. Um, I think he pro- he's made he's produced. He's doing work. He's working with Murs right now, but he was like making these Shout tracks, the and he was like, "Can I, can I get your sounds?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Dude, that's so weird." He's <laughs> like, all my friends are like, "No," like, "Oh, bro, yeah, I'll see." I'm like, "You're gonna do exactly whatever you're gonna do. You're not gonna use every single. That's like just not the way to think. Like, it's yeah. just so bad way of thinking. There's yes. so many sounds. How can you expect everyone to like?" make the same like you're not yeah. you're not gonna make the same it's track, true guaranteed. i feel like co-produ- co-producing mm-hmm. now is like a lot cooler than it was back in the day Absolutely. you know what i'm saying like now not that it was really frowned upon but everyone is everyone's in a click everyone got their peoples everyone has their producers that they go to so if like if you went to somebody else to get a track that was like kind of like kind of like a diss right, right. so yeah. like but I think now with the internet, you know, like we were saying, it's just it's more open. It's like sharing is like caring. Like, yeah, it's, it's cool to share now. Yeah, and it's cool to co- do co-pros and do all that because at the end, both people are winning both yeah. parties. Yeah, everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's also an opportunity to kind of grow the landscape and mm-hmm. be a part of the landscape mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, a, a major album or a major artist working on an album. There's 15 songs, but like eight of those songs are produced by like one super producer Mm -hmm. which is great for that super producer but then you're you're kind of in a way closing yourself off from like all the other talent that sort of also deserves a shot and i think it's a gift and a curse i mean it's good because more people are eating it's i guess bad because there there really doesn't leave that much room for like a super producer to resurface i would say right now um the two hip-hop super producers right now are probably metro, metro and mike will you know what i'm saying mustard was up there um you know what i'm saying ah i i mean i like that? dahi i like they're not they're, they're not they're nearly not as like, close but it's not the consistency the way that we you hear a metro track and the way you hear a mike will track right now like it's like i'm not fast saying food. top two like best yeah. oh yeah no top two but i'm this saying is like, like top two statistically super speaking out there, out there, out there no, in and the i'm public. speaking the that numbers, way too yeah out there because it's there, like there's out, tons like, of other like producers that can rock with them out but there out there yeah exactly and, okay. we can name a bunch of other people that like right. really could rock with them but 
if you are looking at numbers right now, those are the two producers man, that Metro, like Metro's Metro. Metro yeah. was killing it. Yeah, shout to Metro, man. Yeah. Um, uh, so you know, I think I think the 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 challenge right now for all producers is to really like be mindful of that and think about okay, well, analyze the landscape. See, like keep your eyes open to like who's dominating and figure out how you could strategically get in there and if your goal is to be a super producer how can you accomplish that yo what do those two guys have in common trap yes mm-hmm. what else atlanta right atlanta. what else uh, they groomed they artists, artists they groomed. when they yeah. were young and they Who groomed them and came up with them yep you know what i'm saying do? like they were metro was, uh, everyone in atlanta yeah, pretty much, oh, pretty yeah. much everyone, right? And like, you know what I'm saying? Um, future. Mm-hmm. I think what what took Metro to the top was two things: the uh, "What a Time to Be Alive," mm-hmm. right? Doing that entire project, and then the the Pablo moment. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Metro don't and trust then, you. And then you know with uh, Mike Will with like Ray Shremmer. Yeah. And took Ray them. Shremmer. Nobody knew who those guys were when they first and came they're out. Amazing. And they I were like, who are these guys? guys? These guys look like crisscross. I love and, them. And now look at them. They're out of here. I love those guys. Out of here. And that that goes back to what we always say. If you're a producer, you gotta you gotta you know groom as dope your, as your beats are. You gotta go out there and find these young t- talent and just build with them, man, and build up the sound with them. And then as they grow, you yeah. grow. And as you grow, they grow. Yeah, I see it happening. Yeah. I see it happening low key, you know, and there's some interesting sounds happening right now. But I think it's going to be interesting to see, like, what artists like is next to really break through. I mean, who knows? It could be someone on the on the double XL cover or maybe not. But that Wah. but whoever no, it is, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Yeah, I couldn't help it. But whoever it is, I think I think, you know, if you're producing for that person, and you're the artist, I think it's important to really like create that unless you're making the beats yourself, like create that like bond and they really just like win together. That that's really the whole the whole point, man. Page, Think yeah. about how many times Timbo and, and the Neptunes did it, like how many times over. Mm-hmm. Like taking an artist and then blowing them up, taking Andre. another movement, blowing them up. Andre. Yep. Those three. By the know. way, the uh Defiant one, the HBO thing, have you guys seen that Defiant? No, no, no. Oh, Amazing, God, huh? So good. Everyone needs to go watch that. They yeah, we need the, to see that. Dr. Dre, Jimmy Iovine store. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, there's so a couple good. that and the bat and the bad boy one. Oh, I saw that one too. Oh, yeah, that was really that. I heard that was insane. That was really dope. I saw that on uh, Apple Music. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah, but I think I think to close this um, argument, I guess mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think that it'll be interesting to see what's next and if there is a next. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I think. The, the trap texture right now is just is such a common language throughout all genres and also just like multiple generations it's hard it's hard to see that going away mm-hmm. anytime soon i think it's really just a matter of like the uniqueness of the artist and then like how those textures could be like flipped to progress the music you know what i'm saying yeah I'm, man i'm trying to think like, i mean what, what the next like Who's the yeah. next young, next producer. next producer that's bringing the artist? Like they're out there, you know. We probably the know who artists. they are. They're just not really popping, popping, popping yet. Yeah. But man, that's a good question. I, I'm, I think they should they should tweet us, hit us up yeah. on social media, yeah. at at these artists that you guys think are going to be or producers that you think is going to be the next, the next the one, next super on our super black god. social media. Yeah, yeah. they're out there. 
Yeah, and then they're gonna like sign. Yeah, Sonny's been around for a while. He, you know, he he made it pretty clear on his video that he's tired of selling beats and shit. Listen, I don't blame him, man. We gotta get, we're gonna get Sonny on the show so he can talk about it. Um, but we for today we have someone else on the show who's also amazing. Um, so we have a special guest. Uh, he goes by the name of Jahan Sweet. Uh, man, this kid is so talented. I mean, multi-instrumentalist, um, kind of has like a jazz background. Um, he's got his production credits are growing by oh, the, yeah. by the day. Uh, I see him collaborating with a lot of people. Speaking of collaborations, mm-hmm. you know, he's in there with Boy Wonder and mm-hmm. all these other guys. I, I think he's headed in an amazing direction. Um, he's already done some work with Kehlani. Who mm-hmm. else does he work with? Some other people too. He's got like a pretty, Man, pretty diverse yeah. ca- catalog. But but he's he's such a musical guy. So we I think uh, it'll be good for us to kind of dig in and see how he got started. And and listen, guys, like all, all the upcoming music producers listening, you know, you can be the next Jahan Sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, or the next uh, Menace. You know, Menace mm-hmm. broke through with a song and designer was just like a customer right so i I like um i think it's gonna be interesting to talk to jahan because he's sort of a a guy that's been grinding but really did the legwork and just kind of surfaced so now he's kind of on a roll and and for all of you producers that are trying to trying to make it you you're gonna have to go through that eventually Mm -hmm. so we'll dig in to jahan and um pause I said dig into Jahan, man. <laughs> you guys are fucked up. You're a terrible person. You're making me you pause. You did it, though. No, but... <laughs> you started... No, it's not my fault. Um, so, let's talk to Jahan. Word. All right, let's give him a call. All right, we got my man, He's Jahan here. Sweet, joining us today Yo, on Blab Chat. Uh, let's give a round of applause to Jahan. <laughs> hey, appreciate sure. it. Yeah, so, so Jahan, man, you're here with me. Obviously, you don't mind. We got Alice to plug in yep. here. What's up? It's Glam. Hey, what up? Glam's here. Avian, uh, Avian is uh, she had some making today. moves. Yeah, she mm-hmm. She's making moves. Yeah, yeah, she got something to do today. She might pull up later. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, oh, man, okay. Jahan, thank you, man, for joining us. Blab chat. Um, it's good to get you on the show, man. Um, I think you know we before we we called you, we were kind of talking about how like you're this is good timing because I think your career right now is a good um, reflection of someone who has been just like possessing all the talent but who's been kind of grinding uh, in an authentic way and has like started just to now finally like break out and people are starting to hear your music and 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 kind of know what you're about so um I, you know i want to start the interview by just kind of you know f- finding out from you like kind of how you started like what got you um inspired to start making music Man, so, man. Well, first off, let me say thank you for having me. I really, really, really appreciate it. First, for off, sure, first man. and foremost, man. Right. And I'm honored. I'm actually honored. I really, really appreciate it, man. I, I remember. I think Ilman. I met you for the first time at Blast Off with yeah. Frank. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a while ago. Yeah, that was like, like, man. I was still in school. <laughs> Yo, I remember it. I was like, uh, what? That would have been in 2013. 2014. Man, yeah, yeah, that that sounded about right. 2013, yeah. definitely, Crazy. definitely sound 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 right to me, man. But but like I said, man, big fan. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, back to the question you said, what what got me started in music? Man, I was just actually literally having this conversation 
with some friends back home via like uh uh what is it group group chat whatever it is mm-hmm. you know what that is yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i was like having some conversation with friends about just like how stuff starts but anyway um basically like i started my my parents like put me in piano when i was like six mm. and i but uh because i wanted to play sports but i was too fat so i was like a kid <laughs> like a fat kid like running around i couldn't i really couldn't do what all my other friends were doing but anyway, so they put me in piano, I was playing piano, and I really wanted to stop and like keep playing sports. But my piano teacher at the time, like she was putting me in like all these like, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. So she was putting me out in all these like competitions, like Florida Federation of Music. So it was like all over, like these competitions where we had to travel and like play stuff. And I was like winning first place in a bunch of stuff. So she told my parents, she was like, nah, don't take him out. Like he's good, he's really good. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So she kept me in, but it wasn't until I got to like sixth grade where I started. Uh, I remember I went to the jazz band. Uh, I wanted to be in the jazz band because I was playing piano. And I remember my teacher, he was like, uh, we were playing the music because I was reading whatever chart. It's some weird Count Basie thing we was playing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, um, you don't have to really play what's on the paper. He was like, you can kind of make up your own part around like what's already going on. So I was like, wait, I don't have to read this music that's on the sheet. And that's all I knew my whole life was because I was playing like a bunch of classical stuff. And when he told me like, he told me about like, nah, like kind of just make up your own thing. And then right then is when I kind of like fell in love with music because I learned what it meant to like improvise and to create my own thing. And that, at that moment, that's when I like fell in love with music. So from there, like I just started playing jazz my whole life. I didn't even really want to do any more classical stuff. So I was just playing jazz, like learning all these tunes, like studying all these pianists and other musicians. And then I went to school in New York and all that other stuff. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, that yeah, it's really so weird because like, um, you know, n- not many people like mention that like that moment is like where they started. It was like you're out, you're doing playing piano and then it's like oh like i can compose like my own version of like this song and then you're like not even realizing that you're creating music you're writing music on the spot that's tight man Mm -hmm. especially like jazz right like that's crazy change your whole life man yeah like yeah 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 yeah, definitely jazz changed my whole life how i thought about everything from like not even like not even just music like how i even thought about like getting like stuff at like when i was a kid like going out to eat with my parents like figuring out what i wanted to eat mm-hmm. i was like well why can i only have one thing because like if i'm playing this like i can play this kind of style of piano yeah. and this kind of style mm-hmm. so why when i go out to eat i can't have this and that <laughs> like my parents that's, like, that's crazy like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, no that's like, like jazz really incorporated whole into mindset. your whole right, life your whole mindset well jazz is i say yeah in my opinion i think jazz is most free form um, yep. Genre that you have, I mean, I agree. Because you could literally do it's it's built on that. It's not it's the built same. On There's that. no structure to it at all, and it's yeah, really right. Free. Yeah, like you can yeah. just really go ham in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and I, I feel yeah, like right. that's exactly. that's the magic of like f- fishing. I call it like it's like fishing, right? It's like when you're fishing for melodies, you're cut sort of like improvising, and then you hear like a progression that you do, and you're like, oh shit, that's tight. Let me like loop that or whatever. Right. But like if you don't execute that melody in the moment then the then like the fish is gone forever you know what i'm saying so it's like fishing. right like if you if you put your line out and you don't catch that fish and it passes by you'll never see it again so i think um right exactly. jazz is a, a good um i, I guess like pff, met, not metaphor but like mm-hmm. a good kind of like 
mentality to have when you're composing music that's tight so um when you when you came to new york uh and you went to school and everything um what what was life like then like were you doing some networking were you selling beats yet were you collaborating like what were you doing oh 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 man so so i started i started making beats when i was like 14. Mm -hmm. i remember i was like oh it's music i hear on the radio people can make this on a computer because i'm from jacksonville so it's like it's very like country and right. very like it's like un, like kind of like we were living under a rock and i felt like once i got to new york i realized like oh man jacksonville is like three years behind everything else mm. so like so i realized i was like oh i can make this music out here on the radio so i remember uh this is like my eighth grade year uh i remember i told my um like my um parents for christmas i wanted logic so i could put logic on my computer and start making beats. So I remember that's initially when I started making beats, and then I started I started rapping. So mm. I had this. We had a rap group back home. So I had already been like producing and making stuff and doing a bunch of like this and that with with friends. So I kind of already like was acclimated with Logic and whatever. So as soon as I got to New York, like in my mind, well, no, really, as soon as I got accepted to the school. Like I knew immediately, I was like, "Whoa!" Like, okay, I actually got here. Yeah. Yep. Now that I'm here, I was like, "I'm gonna go to New York." Because in my mind, like, I was like, I, I was trying to do both things. I was like, I want to play piano, mm -hmm. but I also like want to do this production thing and like do this music stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, I already had that in my mind. So as soon as I get to New York, like, I, I got my speakers and everything for my room. Like my whole dorm room. Like I took up one side of my dorm room with my roommate, who we still friends to. Um, to this day, like, um, I took my speakers and everything. So I just started making beats and doing all this and that stuff. And I'm like making all these songs and stuff in, in my room, in my dorm. And eventually I got, uh, I ended up getting connected with some friends of mine that I met while I was doing like five week summer program in Berkeley, mm -hmm. uh, college of music. I had some friends who were like doing, doing some stuff in New York that was like, yo, you should just go to the studio. And, and and work cook up with uh with with my homie. So I remember I walked into their studio. So I started working over there and doing a bunch of stuff. And like kind of like I never was really selling beats because mm. that wasn't like it really wasn't even in my mind to be like selling beats or nothing like that. I was just making mad music, just doing a bunch of stuff. Right. So I was just like, yo, I just want to do this and do that. Like my my mindset as far as money and all that other stuff like wasn't even set. Like I didn't even like I wasn't even thinking about any of that, wow. and so I was just like making a bunch of stuff, and literally that's all I was doing. Like I, I remember I'd go to the gym with my homie, um, Chaz. He was like a big bro to me in New York. He really like helped me like learn how to like, like, <laughs> like he caught me up from being hmm. so country to like being like learning how to operate in a place like New York. Mm -hmm. Like so he like said he like yo you got to get rid of these big jeans like take these off like let's yeah. go get some new clothes like he's like yo you got to stop doing this you got to ride the train but when you ride the train don't do this don't do that so yeah, yeah. he really was helping me so i remember yeah, don't, uh, don't touch don't touch the handrails you know if you see a rat if you <laughs> yeah, see a rat don't stuff. be alarmed you know they live there too shit like that garbage on the streets all that shit <laughs> If, if, right, was, if there's yeah, one plain, empty car, regular. don't go in it because it means the air conditioner is <laughs> <Yeah>. not working. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, <somebody laughs> right, exactly. or a homeless person shot on it. Or a homeless yeah, person's a homeless in there. Person yeah, shot. Do it too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so life, life in New York. Obviously, you're adjusting. You're making music. It's so interesting because a lot of you know a lot of the producers that we talk to and we get questions like, well, you know, how do you start? Like, 
how do you break into the game? It's like, you know, and everyone has their own story. Some people start selling beats and they're kind of like doing that to kind of like get their name out, but also like pay the rent. Mm-hmm. And eventually they they uh, transition into like quitting their day job and then doing like music full time, which is amazing. Yeah. I think your approach is unique because you're sort of it sounds like your intention behind it was just based off of just like making really good music and collaborating with yeah. just people that you you fuck with right so um yeah i, th- yeah, I think yeah. that's great yeah that, that that was that was my whole thing like um man so it's so crazy because because uh i i was i, I was um I, like the majority of us in the jazz department at the school we didn't have to uh most of us were on scholarships mm-hmm. so only thing like we, we didn't have to pay for school and all this other stuff and so the the thing was like so for my parents it was a lot like less stress like because when i got in they told me like oh we're gonna give you all this and i was like oh well my parents found out they didn't have to pay for school or anything so they were like okay cool so that took the stress off of like the money issue right. so so then it wasn't even like in my mind like and, and my parents worked a good job so so even growing up like the whole like money stress thing wasn't wasn't there there for me. I, I was blessed in that aspect, but like so, so uh, I never ever thought about like yo I need to sell this beat for some money or anything because all I ever knew was how I made money was I played piano in church. So as soon as I got to New York, my mindset was like okay cool like I just need to play piano and I need to find the church to get to so I can play some piano, make this uh, two hundred dollars a Sunday, two fifty a Sunday. And then that way, like, I got enough money to have fun with my friends on the weekend and then, yep. like, just do whatever else I want to do. But all of my other time was spent, like, mainly doing schoolwork and then, like, making beats, like, at nighttime. But, like, oh. it wasn't into, like, my, my escort into the game, I would honestly say, was when I was working at that studio, uh, Kehlani, this was back when, like, nobody really knew who she was. I think at that time she had, like, twenty or 30,000 followers mm-hmm. on Instagram. And I remember... Like she, I walked in the studio today and she was singing and then the A room opened up and I was really just walking by to the B room because I always made my beats in the B room. Mm-hmm. So I walked and I heard something. I was like, yo, who's in there? And they were like, oh, this girl, her name's Kehlani. I was like, who's that? They were like, oh, because at the time Nick Cannon was her manager. They were like, oh yeah, Nick, this is one of the Nick artists. I was like, yo, she's fire. <laughs> and I remember uh, the homie, he was like, he was like, yo, you should play that one beat. You should go in there and play that one beat for her. And at the time, it was this beat that I made where I flipped so anxious, and she ended up making it this song we call Getaway. Mm-hmm. So this was like, like mad long ago. So from there, like we ended up linking up and then exchanging numbers, and we was, I was just doing a bunch of stuff. And I remember, I remember at the time, the guy was like, yo, you shouldn't let her drop any more music for free. Like, you should be getting paid for this. I was like, nah, like, I don't want to make it weird, because if I tell her or Nick or whoever it was, like, yo, I need to be paid for these beats that she was putting on SoundCloud at the time. I was like, I feel like it'll ruin my relationship with them, and they'll be like, yo, we don't want to pay. So I just, like, we just kept putting out mad free music. And I feel like that really was my escort into the game. And then we ended up doing You Should Be Here. And then, like, yeah. from there, like, that kind of was, like, the whole, that was my whole, like, like my whole that's where the red carpet not even red carpet just the welcome man that was your welcome yeah. in front of me like, that's right, so amazing go. because that confirms yeah. what we talk about or debate about a lot mm-hmm. on this podcast is the the difference between selling a beat to an artist for the money and, the, and but but also you know on the flip side like you said Glenn, cultivating a relationship with an artist mm-hmm. that you're actually inspired by and not and saying you know what 
like don't pay me for these tracks yeah. i know they're free let's just like keep making really good music and then maybe you know we could just make some really great music that'll kind of you know blow up to a certain point where we can both benefit from that i think yeah. that's exactly what happened that with was you like and that, top, that type of loyalty even though you were on the low like yo i they know i need this bread i know i need this bread but you saw the yeah. bigger purpose yeah. in working with the artist and like actually just building with them and it almost right. seems like subconscious like you wasn't even realizing that right, those exactly, things were going to happen yeah. i think that's the the yeah. purest way yeah. that relationships it was a crapshoot like, yeah. it was a crapshoot but you wasn't even yeah. and that's how you know you're genuine because you weren't even thinking about it like well let me just not say nothing mm -hmm. and i'm gonna just keep doing this it was a natural thing like i'm gonna just i'm gonna just yeah. get, i'm gonna just do yeah. this and yep. like it saved you a yeah, lot in yeah. the long run knew. as you can see yeah yep. I yeah, I never, I never, I never knew. Like, I didn't know anything about business or nothing. Mm -hmm. And so, so my thing was, I was just like, "Yo, she's dope," and I like how her voice sounds on my music. Like, that's right. that's really that really was like I all, all I was thinking about. And I was like, man, when they started getting traction, and like, I was so gassed off people like viewing it. So I'm yeah. like, oh man, it's people like actually listening to this and stuff like that. I was like, yo, this is going, this is dope. And so that's really like what like what motivated me. And plus, I I, I had the the small advantage of like it was just for me the whole like because I, I realized like my second year in school that I didn't want to play jazz anymore. I was like mm -hmm. not not anymore, but I I realized that jazz was a means to an end for me because mm -hmm. the jazz scene in New York is crazy, and and that that whole lifestyle was like I was like yeah no nah, nah, I'm not living this lifestyle yeah, like yeah, so. Yeah. So when I when unless I it's eating that, at a at a restaurant mm -hmm. and getting to choose different things right. on the menu, <laughs> then you can bring that jazz out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's something I still love to do. And my girl always tell me she's like, "Yo, you be old damn when you get stuff." But it's just because I like I just I love to like eat food like in different places. That's one thing I love doing. Anyway, but she um but uh like at the time like I did, I had no idea like what the Kalani thing was gonna be. I was just making music with uh somebody who. Uh, I ended up developing a friendship with, mm -hmm. but also like somebody who I just thought sounded sounding sounded really really great on on my music, and I just loved the sound of her voice. So that's that's really why I got into it, and it was just an outlet from school and a bunch of other stuff. So that's so for me, I was I was happy just like having stuff being put out by, and I knew her fan base is like her fan base. Like I was watching it grow from like mm -hmm. when nobody was following her to like having mm -hmm. like hundred thousand followers, and then having like. Five hundred thousand followers, then a million. I just remember watching it grow, 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 and I was like, "Man, this is so dope!" Like I wasn't even thinking about the money. Yeah, and now, and now you get to benefit from those fans that she's acquiring. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Hat, you had a question, right? Yeah. No, yeah, actually, yeah. what you know, what I love about um, about your story is, you know, when you were classically trained, so having that skill is like an amazing. It's like it's like the secret weapon almost yep. it's like if you are classically trained in the piano then like you could walk into any session anywhere there's going to be a mm -hmm. midi controller there somewhere in the studio right. and it's like you having that gift and you were just going around like yeah yeah I mean, you know like not even thinking you were just expressing yourself on these tracks and and putting your personality on all these different records and just kind of keeping it moving and keep keeping your head down and just kind of working and then you know boom and then the thing happens with Kehlani and then you're just like so I think I think that's really key for like people out there it's like 
you know, and we talk about it too, is like learning a skill like a piano or even like a guitar or whatever. But to have that yeah, skill yeah. is priceless. Yeah. It's priceless. It's really, yeah, priceless. Yeah, yeah. really big. I mean, you, you get to have that skill and you bring something to the table anytime. Anytime. There's a session. Mm-hmm. So speak, speaking of that, I see um, you've been collaborating too with some producers. Um, how'd you link up? Oh, yeah. with, how, how'd you link up with Boy Wonder? Oh, uh, um, so, so really before that I was out in New York, I was kicking it with vinyls mm. and, and, uh, and so me and vinyls would always be in the studio. So I was like, I was like, man, like this is dope. And I realized that he was collaborating a lot with Boy Wonder. Mm. And I was like, man, like, and at the time I didn't know who, who I didn't really know many, many producers other than the ones I used to look up to. So, mm. so I was learning a bunch of people. And so I remember I was like, okay, boy, one day I was like, oh, he did this, 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 that, and the third. I was like, man, he must, he's fired. So yeah. one day, and honestly, me and him probably met about a year ago, and mm. maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit longer. But I was out here in LA, uh, like I was just mobbing around somewhere, and I remember Vinyl was like, yo, Jahan, and I was like, what? And I looked, I was like, oh, dang, that's. So I go over there and say, what's up? And then Boy Wonder pops out the back. He's like, yo, what's up, Jahan? I was like, oh, shit. So from there, we met. And then from there, like, we was just like, we exchanged numbers and then just was texting and just saying, what's up, what's up, blah, 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 blah. And I mean, like, he, he would hit me whenever he would be in LA or something and be like, yo, I'm at the studio, pull up. And I'd be like, all right, bet. So I just come through. And um, and yeah, like, the like like with, with the, the skill set thing was, I was blessed to, to not, just stick to the whole classical music and the reading thing and going to jazz because jazz kind of teaches you a thing about like kind of like going with the flow and not really trying to dictate what's happening but just like playing whatever is the moment Mm -hmm. and so like being in a session like that like if i felt like if i was actually a classical musician it it would be like bad because i wouldn't be able to come in and just do some shit like out off the whim or like do Mm -hmm. something like just out of the blue and, but like if I was a classical like I mean but me being a jazz musician I'm there I'm down to just go I don't really have no like I got ideas that I make all the time like beats or whether it's like music or whatever but but like it's cool to just go in and like not really have expectation yep. and just be like yo you want to put some something on this and it's like alright cool so you just like go with the flow whatever it is that's going on at the time and, and luckily like it's worked out a couple of times like we got a lot of dope stuff together yeah, I mean that's that's the magic. That th- that right there what you just said is the one of the like most valuable things you could bring to the table as a producer. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, we have this song. You come in, put a keyboard in front of you, like mm-hmm. let's see what you can do. I mean, that's the moment that we thrive on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Like like if, if, listen, yeah, John, like if you if you were thrown in a room with Adele, yeah. and she's there with her writer <laughs> and she says, "Hey, like inspire me." You know, it's like you have you have right, this, right, this, right. this tool. Oh my god! With this with piano, any sound you, you, yeah, want. you have you have this skill set oh to really god. tap in in the moment and so like dope. compose something. That that's the magic of music mm-hmm. production, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. So totally so great. we'll backtrack yeah. a little bit. So you met um you met Boy Wonder through vinyls. How did you and vinyls link up? Man, uh, at the time, the, my big bro Chaz, who I told y'all about, who helped me around the city, he was. He was good friends with this guy named Star. And so Star was like his brother DJ Spin King. Mm-hmm. So they they were like all together. So Chaz was running around with them. And I just remember 
like they were doing like mad stuff like they were always doing big things like whether it be like starting a, a club like they started the whole um what's that spot called lust down in in brooklyn okay. i remember they started that and i was like damn like they did this man and i was like they like 24 25 years old i was like that's crazy and so so i remember just seeing all that so he was around them and i remember chaz told me he was like yo like uh vinyls is good friends with star i was like what he was like yeah and then uh star ended up making the connection and from there like me and vinyls got each other number started like shooting text back and forth and then frank would let me go up the blast off anytime so i just tell vinyls to pull up the uh pull up to uh blast to off. blast off and so he would come through and we work on a couple of things or whatever go back and forth on some stuff it was cool dope dope shout out to frank shout out to yeah. frank we should get him on the fucking show. man definitely frank on here. yeah, he's yeah got he's stories. A i want frank joe a i want to get joe though too oh joe frank yeah joe is funny yeah isn't like frank's best friend macklemore yeah, they're good friends. They're really, really yeah, good friends. Yeah, they're yeah. from Seattle and yeah. everything. Wow. Okay, let's get all three of them. Get them all. Ben, get, let's get on the show, Ben. <laughs> Come on. Um, so that's great. I mean, J- Jahan, that's, that's great. I think, again, it just goes back to what I was saying. Like, when you have that true skill set, you could really just, like, uh, execute in any environment you're in. Like, mm-hmm. whether it's collaborating with, like, a finals or, like, in a room with a songwriter you could really come up with some magic mm-hmm. that's the magic of right, producing yeah. music is we're composers at the end of the that's day that's what i feel is the difference too between mm-hmm. like a beat maker and like a producer like yeah. jahan is a f- freaking producer yeah like, but don't get me wrong like taking a sample or like a loop right and, and putting then cre- drums to it right yeah. and putting drums and having rhythm that's just a whole yeah. another skill set too right. absolutely you know i know yeah, musicians sure. and, that, and that's actually that. what what exactly. like i would say in the last like the last like two years that's where i've been focused because i knew like the musical thing I, I was getting but i was like man for me to be like all around like i need my drums need to get better so for the last like two three years like all i've been saying is like really i make like smaller ideas like for 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 music like it's kind of like kind of like um uh i guess the the best example of a successful take of me doing that 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 that's out is probably drowning mm. is where like i made a simple like, i was trying to make something simple like i just put i had a simple piano thing and i was like yo now like try to make this like bounce or like give it like some kind of life like mm-hmm. through everything else that's not the music shit. So like I, I've right. been trying to practice a lot, but man, that shit is hard. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, you get better because like, I because I feel like yeah. Yeah, you get better like and better the more you do you it. You gotta do better. You know, it's like it's like uh, training yeah. on the piano. It's the same thing with rhythm and percussion because there's like infinite right. things you can do. Mm-hmm. It's like so. How do you right, decide right, right. like where to put a kick and like does it bounce like this? What kind of drums do I want to use? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's and that's why I yeah. like hanging around people like Vinyls and Boy Wonder and um dahi people mm-hmm. like that because because i get to see like how 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 they do it and they're taking like how they make their drums and stuff like that and i pick up little secrets and i'm like okay i see that they do this or they put this with this or they they make this thing do this or they put this here so i like i can kind of look and see okay cool i see what's kind of like how, how they kind of do it mm-hmm. but then i start to go back and like i just practice it to get my own vibe on it like how i want it to fit my music yeah, that's amazing. It's it's like a collaboration, but also you're learning along the way. And yeah, and learning. The thing, yeah, the learning thing that we definitely. we we realize is that like we're always like learning all the time. Like every new session is a, every new 
beat is a yeah. learning experience. And then putting yourself, yeah. you know, uh, putting yourself around people that inspire you, that you yep. look up to, and like just learning. It's like yep. being a fly on the wall, or even asking the right questions when it when it's the right time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's what's up. Exactly. Sure. So Jahan, what's next? What's next for Jahan Sweet, man? That you can talk about. Man, I'm like, so I'm I'm excited about. Well, shoot. This is a shameless plug, but the Lana Del Rey album come out tonight. Yes, twelve or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you caught one on there. You caught one on there, right? Mm-hmm. That one. Wow. I think yeah, 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 yeah. Was yeah, it yeah. the ASAP so Rocky? I'm happy one? about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, I I remember that that happened just because we were. Uh, I remember that I will. I was in the studio one day. We had been in for like like the day before, and then he asked me to come the next day, and I was doing something else or something like that. I couldn't come. And the third day, he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna have Lana Del Rey pull up." And I was like, all right, cool. And, like, we did one idea with, uh, it was another homie there. I can't remember his name that he knew. But, like, we did, we all three did one idea. And then, like, she fooled around. And then, like, uh, she was like, yeah, let's let's try something else. And then one day just looked at me. He was like, you got anything? And I just had this piano thing queued up that I did, like, a while ago. Maybe, like, like probably, like, half a year ago. Mm. And I was like, well, I noticed some... I was going through some ideas, but I was like, oh, you know what? This will actually be cool. And that was the piano riff in the record. And, she just, and originally, it was like, I had I sped it up. Like, I sped up the um, the chords were like double time. And I remember like, she I played it because uh, it originally, it originally was like this. Sound like this. It was like. Yeah, I sped it up because I was thinking some R&B shit for Big Shine. Right. When I made that piano thing. But then, like, she heard it. She was like, I wish you would, like, make the chords, like, half. And I was like, oh, so you just wanted, like, half. So I ended up slowing it down. Like, I just replayed it because it it would take too long. And I didn't want to, like, have dead time in the session. So I just, like, replayed the little thing. And then, like, one day just took the piano and just started doing crazy shit to it. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. I love that record. I love it. I man, I, man, yeah, it turned out cool. She took she took a long time to write it. She's dope though. <laughs> yeah, she 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 created with how she how she comes Can't rush perfection. But, yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, but she, that's amazing, man. So what that, else you got? What else you got yeah. on the pipeline? And then um, uh, oh, I got another one. Like I like I, I I do like working with with new artists a lot. So like um, I got uh one dropping tomorrow too with this girl Tony Romitti. She's oh, yeah, um she, she's Tony. from Chicago. Yep. She she's pretty she's pretty she's pretty dope. pretty she's dope. dope. And uh, I met her in a song like a, a session. She was actually writing. Mm. She was writing some stuff. But anyway, mm. like I was like, "Yo, you're dope." So she's like, "Well, I'm working on my project." And she came in with a vocal, and I like just played some stuff and then put some drums to the vocal, and she just liked it. So that's dropping tomorrow. Dope. Then um, next Friday, um, another new artist I, I, I I've been working with a lot is. Uh, his name, you, y'all know Amine? Oh, yeah, the Caroline. I love the Caroline. Yeah, I love Amine. Yeah, Amine, is, uh, he's, he's dope. Uh, I got three on his his album that dropped next next Friday. Right. And I'm excited. I'm excited about uh, his stuff. And then also, um, uh, Jesse, you know Jesse Reyes? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, I like Jesse Reyes, and, and we got. We got a, a a pretty cool sync on ESPN for this record we did called Great Ones. So I'm I'm, I'm happy about that. Mm, amazing. And um, that's I don't I mean, 
Yeah, I, I think I saw the clip. They, I saw the clip like a couple of days ago. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It was a cool, cool thing. Oh. So I just, I don't know when they're going to air it or whatever. But it right. was, it was cool. It was a dope, dope clip. And other than that, like I just been making a bunch of music, uh, and just like in the studio, just trying dope. to do a bunch of stuff. Yo, consistency, persistence, and just like making what you want to make and like the people the right Word, people, are yeah. pop, the right artists that match up with what you're trying to do are popping up mm-hmm. and you're getting out there i love it and, it, love and it. you know and earlier uh, earlier you. in the episode we were talking about you know like who's going to be the next you know big producer that you know that that grooms the artist or, or builds with the artist and comes up who knows you might be talking to him already yeah, he's, he's what not. he just talked Man. about what he just with tony, so. tony ramiti and, and everybody else shout out to tony because yep. i know her dj uh Kaleeb. did you meet Kaleeb? Yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's the homie yeah, yeah. that's the homie but uh again young artists yep. coming up and they all have a super that's bright future and never any any one man. of them could be the could be that. that's the key man you know, you know so shout uh, out a that. year from now we're gonna try to, we're gonna hit up Jahan and he's gonna be like no you gotta talk to my man's <laughs> man's to man's 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying nah, 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 sorry guys Atlas who nah Atlas who nah but uh Jahan man um it's such a pleasure to talk to you I'm so happy for you man like me, me and you gotta man, do some you. work too yeah. you know we gotta, we gotta get into some shit Man, you know. th- man, for sure, for yeah. sure, no Next doubt. Next time you're in New York, you definitely want us know. Yeah, I'll actually be in yeah. LA in a um, couple of weeks, so if you're out there, we should link. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, hit, hit me, hit me. I'm here. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, good stuff, man. Um, looking forward to all the new tunes. Go get that Lana Del Rey album. Mm-hmm. The single is actually out. Yeah, John and Boy One uh, production. Mm-hmm. New Tony, Tony Romini coming. coming. Yeah, tomorrow. man, can't wait to see more. But uh, appreciate you so much, man. Um, Thank you. Yeah, good good having you on the show and and again like I think it's a great example of just like a a, a unique kind of approach to mm-hmm. breaking into the game. It wasn't like the sell beats approach. It yeah. was like let me find an artist, believe in her and like really do something and it was Kenani. And that's Okay, amazing. I got I got to ask before you go. Yeah, sure. How do you feel mm-hmm. about the tight beats? Selling like the tight beats, you know, buy one beat, get three beats mm-hmm. free and you know, the you know, ninety nine cent beats and all that. Do you believe in that stuff or uh, not? How do you really? feel about that? Oh, 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 oh! You mean like like people just like selling beats or doing the whole? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's it's different different for for everybody. I guess like you never know why a person is doing it, or mm. why they may need it or something like that. But me personally, like I I remember I remember uh like being being like like no money like having nothing and people will be like oh yo i'll give you like five hundred dollars or eight hundred dollars for that beat or whatever whatever and i still be like yeah well well you can't really have it if you just do something dope on it that's that's right. all i care about like so yes. me me I like technically that. i don't really i don't really like i don't i don't do the whole like yo i'm gonna sell sell my beats for this or sell my beats for this like in the bundle for this or whatever right. like i'm just all about like if something is fire like you could like if something is depending on the pe- person mainly but i like to work with new artists so i kind of like i like to say like okay yo what especially if you're not signed or something i'm just like yo whatever you can give me is cool but as long as i believe in it i'll, I'll let mm-hmm. it go for for whatever mm-hmm. but if I mean, certain artists is like okay now nah, you definitely got to pay the rate <laughs> yeah, because yeah, i know right. that you have it and you got the budget no if you got a fee then you know if you got a budget then you got the budget exactly yeah right 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 you know for sure but most, yeah. most of that, I don't, I, yeah, I don't, 
I I I never done the sell sell the beat pack thing, but but uh, but but yeah, like if, I mean, I'm I'm not hating on anybody that did it right. though or does yeah. it. Yeah, it's all preference. It's yeah. all about what you're trying to accomplish. And mm-hmm. listen, you know, yeah, right. You got to put food on on the table. Right. I get it. It's yeah. there's no right. right or wrong. It's just it's a it's very not interesting sure. to see the the comp you know the comparison of mm-hmm. the two. Right. So. Yeah. Um, yeah I, now this is no. I got a question though. How do y'all feel about beat tags? Uh, my opinion on a beat tag is that cool. if, it's, if it sounds track, good, yeah. if it sounds good and it only happens <laughs> once, yeah, and it makes sense for the record, then yeah. don't. But like if you're doing www dot hot fire beats yeah like all on top of the beat 99 cent i've heard one was like you like this beat email yeah i've I've heard heard ones where it's like planned like i actually funny story this guy randomly hit me up on on twitter (laughs) like yo um can i send you beats so i retweeted (laughs) him and i put my email so like five other six other people sent me like packs right and this guy is like specifically like his beats was cool it was kind of like drake type you know right but in the middle of all of them like it would be playing and it was like like what you hear well email i was like what the fuck yeah. like how was i even supposed to write to this like, yo i got an email it was buy one beat get six free i was six. like what is going that is on? like Not the mcdonald's five. that's like six. the mcdonald's of production free beats. like someone's gonna be like you know what i don't i don't know five is that's the mcdonald's five, shit right? crazy six, for that one no, no. Yeah, no. no. Yeah. 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 it wasn't yeah. even a lot it was like twenty dollars I mean, listen. Listen, it's it's an open market right now. People yeah. people are free will to do what people they can want. Do however but they listen, want if to. it works for you, if you're selling ninety nine cent beats, and you're selling a hundred beats a day, that's a hundred dollars a day. That's three thousand a month. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Right? Don't yeah, know. shoot. I guess. Yeah, that, that must I mean, be I gas guess, in the yeah, tank. Do some it. Weed in the ashtray. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah I don't know. I don't have. I don't have a tag. But I, I just didn't. Want, I ain't ever. All you my don't, so everybody don't need a tag. Them. Nah, everyone don't yeah. need a tag. Yeah. If you, if you, if Your you music speaks cool. for itself. Yeah. That's why you don't got no tag. The music right. Exactly. Yeah, I always wanted to be identified by music more so than a tag. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 also I don't I also don't hate on people with tags because I'm like I see what the tag can do for you. Yeah. If it's right. Yeah. Like the metro one. And if it's fire, mustard. If you got a fire one. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the metro one. is cool. It's just kind of there, but like I like I like mustards the most and metros because it's like it drops like yeah. it's on a drop and gets you excited. Like you and like, oh, to shit. be honest, like I've heard beats before. I didn't know who produced it, and then like midway through, I heard the tag. Oh, he produced this. Okay, yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah, my I think the because right. the radio the radio's not out there like oh produced by you know no, they, they don't say they just right. say my, right. man, my man cardiac got an ill tag, but then also the most recent is uh my man murder beats murder on the beat. So it's not oh nice. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. He killed that. He killed that. We gotta get him on the show. Yeah, yeah no, we'll nice. get murder soon. Mm-hmm. All right, Jahan, well, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for taking the time out, man. Hopefully, yeah, uh, we'll get to see you while, while I'm out in LA. But uh, good luck with everything, man. Hey, man Let's sure. definitely keep in touch and uh, good convo, man. Let's give a round of applause yes. to Jahan Sweet. Jahan Sweet. Hey, man, thank you. Appreciate you, man. Thank, thank you, thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate y'all having me. Of course, Word man. Up. We'll talk soon. All right, be easy. All right, Jahan Sweet. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm rooting for him. Yeah. Such a good dude. Yeah. I like I like his entrance into the I game. I could yeah. see him being the guy who was super low, kind of walked in, walked like kind of just came by the studio. They're like, oh yeah, yo, jump on the keys real quick. I'm like, it's okay, cool. Just kind of does his thing, chills for a little, then he leaves to go to another session somewhere else. Yeah, what's up, man? All right, cool, lazy. You know what I mean? And just, just went around building. and around and made his rounds. The guy is super talented. Super, super talented. talented. 
super talented. And, and, it, and it wasn't about the money because if you're doing it for the money, then you're in the wrong business anyway because in the beginning, you're making no money. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a long-term investment, man. Yeah. Like, you know, are you going to sell your beats or are you going to take a chance on an artist and develop mm -hmm. them and form a relationship and then, like, that artist blows up? Mm -hmm. it, am I saying that, like, that'll that's guaranteed to happen? Mm -hmm. No. Right. It's a, everything's a crapshoot, man. Everything. You gotta yeah. take, but people who take big chances get big payoffs. Take yeah. big craps. You gotta Shout take big, to big shits. Speaking of big, big sheets. Big Speaking sheets. of big sheets. <laughs> big sheets. Oh, holy, sheets. holy moly, big shit, <laughs> holy moly. Um, I didn't say that. You guys already know what we about to do. We missed last week because the, yeah. the interview was long. Oh, uh, so there was so no black chat. We didn't chat. do black black crap. So it was cool that I didn't like. I wasn't. Well, we didn't. We didn't have black crap, but. We are going to have Blapper Crap today. Fuck I'll, that. Yeah. Um, so, guys, listen. We're doing our segment. It's called Blapper Crap. You guys already know. But if you don't, basically what we're going to do is we're going to go through some of your beat submissions. And we're going to listen to a snippet. If we like a beat, we're going to give you a blap. And if we don't, we're going to give you a crap. And we're, we're going to try you. to give you some <laughs> constructive criticism, a.k.a. Uh, Mundo Beats will take a big fat shit we'll try. on your snare drum. A sheet. A sheet. Holy Mundo shit. Let's go. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So if you're interested in submitting a beat for this segment, what you have to do is go to a website, beatthread.com. It's our exciting new website that we built. B-E-A-T-T-H-R-E-A-D.com. And it's uh, basically a website where you can upload beats for free. It's kind of like SoundCloud. You get beat critiques from other users and the most popular tracks float to the top. But what you want to do here is go to beatthread.com. Uh, if you don't have an account, sign up for an account. It's totally free um and then you're going to upload start uploading your beats on the website and then you're going to tag blapper crap so there's hashtag. an option hashtag blapper crap when you upload your track and uh we'll go from there so let's see who we have our first victim <laughs> d-i-r huh say it yeah, he has to go I take gotta, a quiz. I, I gotta go pee real quick. Okay, so yeah, Alice yeah. is gonna go take a real shit. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then when he comes <laughs> back, we're gonna do it. I'm gonna wash my piece. hands though. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, okay. go. go um, me and Glam will start the first one. This yeah. first submission is by DIR Music. You just escaped Atlas the plug. You did. Shitting on you. <laughs> Atlas is the Simon Cowell of this shit. That's why. Yeah. So this is DIR Music. Okay. <laughs>
Put your kids to bed. Ding, ding, ding. Ding. He was like this. That's that one of those. That's that one of those. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So that was the official theme song of Atlas taking a piss. Officially. I wish he could have heard it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm actually going to crap it. What you going to do? Gimes. Gimes. I hate it. I hated it. Did you I watch did. Game of Thrones? I haven't got. I wish Game I was in Thrones. that show. Um, Deppy was cool. I, I, I like. Um, I like that he chopped it up, but I don't know. I, I think with the drums and the whole feel of it, with the with the flute, like the the sample selection, like obviously that's one of one of my samples, right? <laughs> but I think you kind of it was interesting the way you used it, but I, I don't think it was executed right. I'm gonna crap it. Oh, oh, oh no! Do it again. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna crap it, but um, I do think that uh, if you just go back and like, just do do a different chop idea because I think it's just like really messy right now. It's just kind of like all over the place, and there's no real like thing direction. happening, no direction. So it's a little messy. So um, I, I would just say go back and just like try to do some different chops. Same. Um, yeah, it wasn't completely horrible, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna crap it. Um, I just felt like the the sample placement was a little obnoxious to like be repetitive. So I definitely think if anything, just go back to the drawing board, um, play with the sample a little bit more. I don't know if those were the drums or like that's really the vibe, just because that gives me more of like a '90s like Mob Deep, but then like the sample is like somewhere else like yeah. it's on some other shit so it's like meshing those two worlds like i don't know let's just try it again it wasn't horrible like you can clearly like place beats and, and place rhythms properly so just yeah. you know just keep going at it so yeah. yeah definitely wasn't the worst but i'm glad atlas didn't hear it yeah alice <laughs> alice would have dropped a hot dog on top of it <laughs> we decided it was your theme song to you taking a sheet yeah yeah, yeah. that was the atlas the plug sheet dropped the hot he's dog taking a sheet it. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. So our next submission. Oh my god. Is, <laughs> our next submission is Shane Patrick Music. Let's go. skip you shane patrick music we played that already that was my fault sorry i remember that distortion it was a good track crap. nah it was a cool crap. track sorry cool. next up i'm sorry <laughs> sorry <Chord> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Cool. next we have the truth oh shit it's the truth not <laughs> not the lie not the lie okay where's my wife she lies to me i do not lie giants i want a cookie Yeah, I'm about to say my my hip hop head is slowly, Damn, it does harsh. slowly rising. And... Wow! Wow! Hell, unbelievable! Uh. 
Silence is closing. That was cool. That was Atlas, smart. tell him. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna crap that one. Okay. I thought the chop was kind of cool. I wasn't crazy about the drunk programming. I feel like could have been a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Um, wait. wait. Uh, sorry. Uh, there you go. But um, <laughs> it was cool. I didn't hate it, but it's not. It's not a. It's not a blap for me. So I'm gonna crap that yeah. one. Yeah, I'm gonna crap it too. It wasn't the worst beat though, honestly. Like it was like some head nod shit. Right. I do. I think that vocal sample you put in there was interesting. I I almost wanted that to happen more. Right. Like maybe if you built the beat around that vocal melody and then like incorporated like a bigger progression, mm-hmm. it could have turned into like you could have put some emotion in there. Chorus. A, yeah, a chorus of chorus some could have been like that vocal chop. Exactly. Dope. Yeah. Exactly. And then like just kind of. But right now it's just like too like. Yeah. Monotone, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's just kind of like, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Clam? Yeah, it's gonna be a crap for me, but it, like I said, it wasn't completely. <laughs> more of like the real, like generic mm-hmm. West Coast, like sound. That's not really my yeah. steez, but it wasn't the like worst. Like I said, right. like it wasn't bad. Um, just wasn't like my cup of tea, really. So, you gonna crap it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crop that shit. Shit. Oh, shit. Next, we have DJ Nykar. Nykar. I hope you said it right. You suffer from... See what the name, by the way, of the track is. Did you read it? Yeah, the name of the track is "quote Stop copying ill-minded, come up with your own sound." Uh, End quote. Fuck. I don't think people copy me. (laughs) You don't. This is porno music for sure. (laughs) I was gonna say yeah, definitely like um. Like oh. fitness commercial. Yeah, Planet Fitness. Porno, but like, porno. it's a girl though. It's a girl selling like a machine. And maybe she's on a butt neck. Yeah, probably. I mean, you gotta get naked for everything. I saw a shoe commercial and the bitch was, excuse my language, she was butt naked. <laughs> that was it. And I was like, where's the shoe? She was a bitch because it was a shoe commercial and there was no shoe and she was butt naked. That's oh, why she was a bitch. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know her person. But, you know. Shout out to you. But where was the Damn. shoe? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Over the track, too. <laughs> and the bitch goes like, <laughs> I don't call people bitches unless, like, they earned it. But she didn't yeah. earn it. It was just like, it just no, happened. So no. I'm sorry. But where was the shoe? That beat wasn't the worst. I mean, I feel like it's unfinished. I feel like it can go somewhere. I'm going to crap it. But, um, 
I don't know. I just think it's just couldn't go somewhere. Kind of boring. It's a little boring, right? It's a little boring, it's very right? Today. And then like that clap, it was just like the clap, like <laughs> it was just I don't know. It sounded. It's like some I hate to say the mustard. word dated, but it was just it wasn't. Yeah. That's what I say. I was gonna say today. It sounds like yeah. today. Yeah. Maybe yeah. yesterday actually. And yeah. honestly, yeah. that title is just weird. I feel yeah. like that was definitely like, an attention grabber. It's weird. Yeah. It should have said like, "Oh, mind you, the best." If like, they're gonna do well, it, I don't think I'm the best. Talk- what is it? Stop okay. copying well, and come think. up with your own sound. First of all, it's flattering. First of all, it's way too long <laughs> for a title. It's flattering. I appreciate it, though. You, you should have well named it S C I A C U W Y O S. Or maybe just stop copying Elmine. Or maybe say blap my shit. That's what I would have put if I was gonna like really put something. Blap my shit. Or like, what's up, ill? Like. In the in the title, <laughs> like, and speaking of blaps, let's hold. Let's, let's, let's get a blap get here. Next up is G Pat okay, music. G Pat, let's do it. G Pat music. Here we go. G Pat or Gapot. Gapot. G Oh, you. You are like a that Gapot. Oh, up a town. He dropped it like it was not. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so That's he a dropped crap. it like it was hot. What? What? That one had potential. Goodbye. I'm sorry. But it wasn't that. Yeah, it had potential. The sample, like, the thing went on way too long. I feel like this should have just came in with everything at once, just to be boom, and then start kind of peeling. It was like building, and then, you know, it was kind of predictable. Like, when you were like, all right, here comes the 808, you know? It was like, okay. Yeah. And then it came in. Um, yeah. yeah. It's a crap. A little bland, yeah. right? It's a little bland. Glam? Crap. Well, in our hey, house, for one, just Bummer. on top of like what we were already saying, like the sample was like, the only time you could really do a sample like that is if it's like, it's really good. Yeah. It has to be really good when you just have it playing the constantly throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Like it has to be really good, not something that's just like, all right, it's there. Like that sample was just kind of like looming. Yeah. And, um, the beat and everything, like it was cool, but like I said, I think it was probably because the sample was carrying such a big part, and the sample wasn't that good, so it just was just like, okay, yeah. So that, like it was good. definitely wasn't terrible. Yeah. I feel like I said this for like the past three like craps. Yeah. They're not bad tracks, but they have to definitely like get better sampling and like yeah, just pick your samples more wisely. I would say yeah. like the the better the sample, only do that when it's like a gym sample. Like you can't just have it rocking out like that because people are just gonna it's just gonna get caught in the mix. 
yeah aren't gonna like it and, and like i wasn't even all the way mad at the drums it's like like you said if, yeah. the, if the sample loop was fire then like r- real simple drums that just ride the shit would be like good you know what I'm perfect saying? example smile right jay-z mm-hmm. that to me that was a big ass sample and yeah. it's minimal drums but the drums are so perfect mm-hmm. and the the sample is just enough where it's like you can hear that over and over again with mm-hmm. some like you know so those are good listen to 44 anybody I, w- I would highly recommend as a producer and sampling like listen to that album because yep. it's all nothing but samples and you could really see like how they chopped them and like really added like this is what we talk about on the show like really complimenting like having the drums complement the samples in like every song yep. on that album does that and like this I would only say smile because that one seems like the similarity where it's like not a lot going on but it's still a big song so yeah. i would mean, definitely just use some references like go back dig in some crates listen dig to some, some tribe crates. like go cop some illmind samples yeah go get some packs like definitely get some inspiration you know mm-hmm. cop some frank duke shit mm-hmm. yep. you know what i'm saying like you know yeah just go from yeah. there all right so our last one for today Oh okay. man, I want to end this okay. off with a bang, but I don't know. It's a crapshoot every time. <laughs> might end off with a, you know, with a fart. We should get a pair. We should get some uh, dice here. Right. Oh, pa- pause on this. Pause mm-hmm. on that. Pause on that. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're visual now. They see it on YouTube. Oh right? shit! You know, this, this <laughs> turn that into a meme. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Fuck <boy>. you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> oh God. At me if you do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll fucking retweet you. Alright, here's um official NVY. Okay. Let's go. Official Navy? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> okay, I'm loading. I love it. I love it. Drake focus coming in. Wait, I feel like I heard this sample. <laughs> See that sample has an interesting texture. Second blip. I like. But I didn't like, I like the, first the one. second uh, part of that beat. That was pretty, pretty more than the first, tough. right? The first one was okay. I wasn't feeling those like bleeping sounds, but the second part of that, 
and then it went into a third part before we stopped it. Mm-hmm. That was pretty hard, That's but close. it's still a crap though. But that yeah. was almost, almost there. But I would say so too. I almost wanted to it's blast that. I'm it's gonna crap there. it too. I feel like it did a little too much with it, in my opinion. We could have do a little bit less. Mm-hmm. And because you can get some crazy top line on there, that would yeah. be hard. Actually, each part individually is to me was like three different tracks with three different cool artists on there. Again, minus those bleep 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 sounds. Yeah. Like take those out. Doesn't even need it. Just keep it really open, and yeah. the artist is gonna. Murder yeah, maybe that. maybe take the blip part out. That blip riff on the first part. I'll just call it the first beat. Right. Uh, and then like take the second beat and just like split those two and make those it, their own track and then mm-hmm. build off of those two. Mm-hmm. That might be that might be a cool That'd idea because they're they both have so much potential. Mm-hmm. Like it was mm-hmm. very fun to listen to. Yep, I it's agree. very interesting. It was like really experimental. So mm-hmm. that's what I will appreciate. I don't know if I'm a blap it. I will give it like an honorable mention or something. But okay, yeah. so they're gonna get this then. It's your <laughs> official I'm gonna pump you full lead. Yeah, official pretty much. NV-Y. Yeah, you get a, get a nice little pat on the cheek. Yeah, um, there you go. Mainly because, yeah, I mean, like, it was enough where I wanted to keep listening. Yeah. Um, I wasn't crazy about the drums on the first half of the beat. Um, Did you say a, I, a pat on the cheek? Yeah, because it's a... So it was like an, on the ass cheek or like yeah. on the cheek on the face? No, no what I, I tapped that ass. Oh, what shit. are these okay. from Glam? There you go, Official Envy, that's from Glam. Hey, all right. But I'm not I'm kissing your cheeks. making sure I'm getting this, this right, that's all. Okay. Cool. Not those cheeks, pause. Gotcha. No, not those um, cheeks, pause. But, yeah, I would say... I kind of appreciated where it was going on the second part because the drums made a lot more sense on the second half. Yeah. But overall, like, yeah, it was like, it was cool, but it was like, ah, like it's still, mm-hmm. it's, it's better than what we've heard. True. Yeah, I would so, agree with that. Yeah. That was yeah. my favorite one of yeah, the Yeah, I would say it's definitely Absolutely. memorable, Absolutely. but I'm still going to crap yeah. it. Yeah. Official NVY. I'll definitely check out more of your tracks on yeah. Bluefred. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, shout to you guys, man. Um, if you want to submit for Blapper Crap, Again, go to beatthread.com. We're no longer taking email submissions. You have to go to beatthread.com, sign up, create a profile, start uploading your beats, and uh, start listening to some other beats on the website too. Uh, the other day I was on the website and I was just like going through some of the new submissions and uh, it was cool, man. It's like, it's it's cool to just listen to what other people have going on and what they're working on. And, you know, sometimes you'll find some inspiration and then you can, you know, contact that person and be like, Oh, your shit's dope. Like hit me up, let's collaborate. So it's just a cool community to join guys. So go to bthread.com and upload your tracks and uh, we'll be critiquing on blapper crap from this website from now on. It's great. It's really cool. So shout to Jahan sweet for joining us today. Shout out Jahan. so much going on. We're looking forward to all the stuff we have in store for uh, Blab Chat. We got some, uh, again, some really cool guests. We got a couple lined up that I think you guys are going to love. Um, and shout to Jahan once again. Mm-hmm. Shout to all of our listeners. Make sure you guys mm-hmm. subscribe to us. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to Blab Chat. Uh, go to iTunes. Go to your podcast app. Subscribe. If you're on SoundCloud, make sure you follow us, retweet us repost us spread the word um and interact with us too don't be afraid to leave a comment in the comment section definitely leave us some comments uh in in itunes if you can as well and like tweet us man tweet us Mm -hmm. hit up our instagram um and uh we'll be there looking yeah so shout to all of our listeners man shout to all of our producers keep pushing Mm -hmm. keep doing Mm -hmm. what you need to do but most importantly have fun with it you know what yeah. I mean? Have fun with this because if you're not having fun, then there's no point. All right. Exactly. So, round of applause to Jahan Sweet and you guys. We'll see y'all next week. We're out. Peace. Woo!